0: All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. How's it going, fellas? Back in the baby dungeon, there are no lights. I had to remove the barricade from the window so we could see.
1: I almost came up to that window and tried to scare you, but John wouldn't look up from his notes. Ah, I'm in a, uh, my an face aggressive note taker. My face was in that window <laughs> pane for like two minutes just oh. waiting for John to look You up. know how
2: like um, usually when a story starts with a kid ha- being on the Asperger's Spectrum and mm-hmm. it leads them to either being like, Bill Gates or an assassin. <laughs> well, for me, it just led to being a fat lady, <laughs> but I can really, really
1: concentrate. Shout out, Uncle Grandma. <laughs> or
0: you could be the accountant and combine Bill Gates yeah. and assassin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I watched uh, that movie. I know what that means. Man. The Countdown. That was a really good movie. What?
2: For uh, me, for Chuck, I love it. It was amazing.
1: In it all is an, the, in it, all
2: the bad ways. It is an amazing film. It was. Uh, I can't believe it exists. It was stunning. I I couldn't. I I, I had jaw jaw agape uh, for a lot.
1: You guys talked about it so much, like I like found it. I had to like torrent it. Nice.
2: torrented the countdown. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I felt
1: good about it.
0: I look forward to the sequel that it seemed to pitch at the end.
2: The audit. It's like
1: oh we're we're getting more. This is the universe.
0: (laughs) We're getting we're getting more of these. The insurance adjuster. uh, Guys, do we have breakfast?
1: Oh man. I woke up a little late. Sorry. <laughs> it's
0: all right. We, we, um, it just it made was, me. It was it, later
1: than normal. Made me feel good to be the one who was. John was sleep. early first. It was kind of great. Um, no, no, John. John was on uh, late John by twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I but was first. I was twenty. I was early
2: for you. me. Late for uh, very late for like any Japanese businessman. <laughs> uh, pretty darn late for an American <laughs> businessman.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this morning. I didn't eat. I went, I got a pack of cigarettes on the way here. Oh, no, Chuck. Yes. But there was a single, solitary, jelly belly butter popcorn. Which, if you go in back. In the pack of cigarettes? No. Here, waiting for me in the baby dungeon. Underneath oh, oh, the yeah. soundboard. Ag- underneath Ag- the Ag- soundboard.
2: Um, uh, intrepid Patreon listeners will remember it from a uh, Patreon video from, I'm mm, going to say, two years
1: ago. Yeah. But look. Jelly bellies don't go bad.
0: Jelly beans don't go bad.
1: I am on a double shot, uh, Starbucks. Ooh, uh, I did a can of that. Starbucks. Starbucks. You, you
0: know you, you can you can lay jelly beans like beside an anthill, and, the and then come and come back months later <laughs> and just sit in there, just pick it up, eat it, just say it. Like if nature won't touch it, natural preservatives. <laughs> if na- yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I I, I actually uh, I, there was a, what was that trip I was going on. Where uh, I looked down and in the flo- oh I was going to Cincinnati to see my family, and, uh, and down on the floorboard was just a lone yellow Mike and Ike. Mm. I thought that was like a good omen. Just pick that buddy guy <laughs> up. I was pretty sure I'd had it, but kind of recent, mm-hmm. you know.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with uh, ungodly so that food preservative. That takes me to my breakfast. What you got, Keith?
0: Well, there was a, a really good deal at the store. On, on Sweet Tart Sour Gummies.
1: Ooh.
0: Mm. You actually had to buy five packs to get and the, good the for extra you. $5 off. Yeah. I and mean, I was like, fuck, that's amazing. <laughs> so I've just been, you know, black black coffee and sour candy has been my, my morning.
2: John, did you at least have a nutrient? I did. I, I did something strange. I salted my grapefruit. Ooh. Oh, that,
0: that happens. I've, I've, I've seen that.
2: I've salted watermelons. That does work. Uh, That's pretty darn good. Salted mango with a little uh, chili salt. But uh, twist ending, I thought I was sugaring my grapefruit. Oh, Uh, twist. But I was indeed salting it. And would you
1: say you put a heaping teaspoon or a heaping tablespoon?
2: I put enough to where, like, a heaving Like, (laughs) I had some, like, insulin twinges. As I was doing it, I was like, oh, "This is gonna be good." Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I had it, and I, suddenly I was just like, uh, like oh. a brunching twenty-seven-year-old uh, girl right. going, "Oh!" Your, your
1: pancreas was very, very confused.
2: It's rose sangria grapefruit <laughs> topping. It just—it was very weird. Yeah. Like I was my—I was ready to receive the light of the Lord, sugar. <laughs> and then suddenly, like, felt you know. Like a NFL player taking a salt pill, it was not uh, not ideal, mm. and I did not finish the grapefruit. Spike Gronk spiked it that's into the <laughs> trash,
0: and I was about to say that's the good kind of NFL player assault.
1: <laughs> uh, I, ain't,
2: I ain't done Get yet. Did it? Huh? Then I went to the to the uh, local uh, what is it uh, shell station. Got myself a Krispy Kreme donut it it that may have been sitting there almost as long as your jelly.
0: <laughs> I did appreciate Jerry Stackhouse with the Krispy Kreme shout out, saying it's about the it's but, about the only treat that uh, NBA players hey, will allow themselves. Are we going
1: to talk about Stackhouse? No, we're not. Okay, go, go <laughs> it was back, a great episode. Go back and listen to. I had to a blast. I had a blast episode. listening to it. I'm so glad he was on the show. He's such a great. He's a good basketball mind. And an awesome interview. In-
0: incredible interview. Real I mean, I mean just, just as far as or interviewee. You right. Know, like, just as someone to, from from myself, who, who talks to a lot of people every week mm-hmm. on the show, you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. This guy was trying. Right. And then you talk to Jerry Stackhouse, you're like, he was so entertaining. He was so quick to laugh, happy to talk about whatever.
1: Really, really, like... So good. His guard was down. He wasn't talking in basketball. He's like coach speak. He was keeping it real. It was dope.
0: It was good. Also, going back to that NFL player talk... I know a lot of our fans and Patreon supporters where their disdain for the NFL is a badge of honor. Me and I appreciate that. However, if you do want to play fantasy football, we're offering <laughs> yeah. it. I it's mean, we're, this is we're,
2: a mix. Of, the medium is the message, Keith. We're, yeah. we're,
0: we're offering it. I'm saying, like, like you know, we are. As a podcast, morally opposed to NCAA basketball, mm. but we still do a March Madness. This bracket. is untrue. Uh, I well, am John dude, Chuck, and
1: I are two I'm, I'm a heavy third. You are. You are <laughs> a heavy third. So,
0: if you want to play fantasy football, we're going to have we're going to have a league. that's going to draft the Wednesday night before the season NFL season starts. Uh, if you're at that four dollar level mm. on Patreon, uh, send us a message. You should have gotten an email or a message somehow uh, through Patreon. But if Look, you want, to play, you want these prizes. I'm just saying, we give away prizes for these games. You're already there as far as a Patreon supporter. If you're not a Patreon supporter and you want to play fantasy football with John and me and maybe Chuck. uh,
2: Chuck in theory. you got to sign up at the $4 level. I will text Chuck to set his lineup Uh before every game.
1: I have personally... He may do that. I have personally ruined uh, Dynasty Football League. (laughs) <laughs> that me and John are in.
2: <laughs> that um, you somehow won one time. I beat
1: John in the inaugural season, and then I just kind of gave up on football, and then I watched that movie with Will Smith and concussions. And then... tell the truth. The front line thing, and... What was yeah. that movie?
0: Was it called Concussion? Concussion,
1: Conclama- I think. Exclamation point? Yeah, I think. I, I don't remember. All I remember is watching it going, I ooh, I hate it. football. And now I have this whole gut I feeling I just remember that- watching and being like, this might be a worse impression than his mom. <laughs> <impression."> My, uh... <laughs> But no, it's like but the NFL is modern big tobacco. Sure. They're putting out false uh, medical information to keep their billion-dollar industry open. Because as soon as people find this out, that you, know, you get hit in the head, you're going to my, get My fantasy sick.
0: team is the Neil O'Donnells, but it's K-N-E-E-L.
1: I love that. That, that
0: is exceptional. Yeah. With, the Neil, with the Neil O'Donnells. Yeah.
2: Mine was Neil before Zod last year. <laughs> I don't know if I can do another uh, Kaepernick one or not. I feel like I usually do something Jerry Jones and, like, an orifice. <laughs> I think I'm going to go back to that.
0: Well, That's enough NFL talk, I guess, for now. Don't want to lose our listeners. Fantasy um, <laughs> light. To, hopefully to uh, keep our listeners a tease, stick around for a very special Grizzlies epilogue on this show where I talk with Dylan Brooks about his uh, upcoming visit to Nashville and the Grizzlies season and whether or not he can beat Jerry Stackhouse one-on-one. Ooh. So uh, some of that will be uh, stick around for the Grizzlies epilogue with Dylan Brooks. Anyway, after our breakfast and our NFL plugs, we have our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right. We might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. These will be brief. I believe I'm the only person apologizing.
1: I don't know. Oh. I got one.
0: Oh, Chuck, why don't you go ahead and do
1: yours? Okay, so we, uh, John and I did a Patreon-only uh, exclusive podcast where we did a game of scones. A mm. quick one. Yeah. Revolving around Juilliard. Yeah. Did I screw this up? No, it's not your fault. Oh. What John and I did was our... 20- Why did I do that again? Why? Did-
2: <laughs> I, oh, That's be- one of the weirder uh, James uh, Cove. It,
1: it is. It, <laughs> we Because uh, I was talking about a, a, a basketball player that played in the 50s that used to play the accordion at halftime for the Boston Celtics. That was part of his contract. And um, he also went to Juilliard after to, oh. to play the accordion. And then John hit me with a quick Game of Scones. And then John... <laughs> I don't understand how this I, happened. Look, if you need to hear it to understand the train. It, it made sense when I listened to it. But when we started our Game of Scones, we did our traditional... Ding right, ding right. And we messed it up. We can't do the Game of Scones theme song without you, Keith. Oh,
0: well, I'm sorry. We
1: need the three of us. It's that middle... Legally, we can't
2: do it at all. We can't he's, do it at all. He's the Al Jardine.
1: Yeah. You're the glue guy. You brought us... all. The, the sound is just... Uh, I can do it three-part harmony do not let me touch it. two-part <laughs> that's that's you guys are the magi- musicians i just tag along
0: and that's for the five dollar and up patrons Ooh, sorry to keep plugging anyway <laughs> my apology uh, on the jerry stackhouse episode i was talking about how kyle anderson's no gear i said garrett temple's career high points per game was seven and a half it's 8.4 oh. i sorry wow a little hyperbole uh Kyle Anderson's career high is seven and a half points <laughs> per game. So that's that's where that came from. Anyway, so there's a very quick breakfast in bed apology. Now we're going to do something uh, pretty different. We're going to dial up the Bill Simmons Grantland trope. It's, mm. a, it's a good trope.
1: Mm. It is. We've never done it. What, talk about good fellows? No. Oh. Well, that's that's fine too. <laughs> talk, no, about our, go- talk about our kids for 36 we're gonna minutes. We're going to do
0: uh, a little bit of a league pass. League pass the biscuits. I can't believe pass it's not butter. Rankings love those to talk about uh, which teams we are the most excited to look for. We should flip it on its head
2: and talk about the teams we're least excited and call it the pass gas rankings. Mm. That's not bad either. Totally flip it on its head and not get sued. Pass the beans.
0: That's not bad. I will say as a warning, Chuck didn't get the message. It was probably his beeper's fault. But uh, John and I did our rankings. (laughs) So John's going to read off his, and then I'm going to pitch in where I have the teams. Maybe one of these days, Chuck's phone situation will be resolved. I guess caveat, I feel like some teams should just be excluded because they're not league pass teams. Like, the Lakers can't be your top league pass team because they're on uh, national TV.
2: Spoiler f- alert. 42 times. Right.
0: You don't need league pass to watch the Lakers. Right.
2: Uh, so This is one of those moments where I really wish we'd broken down what we were talking about a little more. No. <laughs> Because so that's, that's, I am a basic B.
0: Well, I, I will say the Lakers, the Warriors, the Rockets, the Celtics, the Thunder, and the said My top
2: five. Thanks a lot. Are all well? You you apparently did
0: your uh, national TV rankings. <laughs> yeah. oh, damn those it. those six teams are are on uh, what tw- at least twenty six times for the for the lowest one. <laughs> like those teams are on. So I, I would think some caveat. Yeah. Uh, like, the Celtics are on 27 times, the Lakers are on 32 times, and this isn't even including NBA TV. Right. Just TNT, ESPN, ABC, those teams all play at least 27 times. So, I know, we, we can still, John, you can still say your talking points about those teams, but let's just hit it. Um you want to start at the top and work our way
2: down? I think it's more fun to start at the bottom.
1: Okay, now we're here.
2: I am, by the letter of the law now, wrong. Uh, <laughs> I went 30th, um... I will actively avoid this team, I think, this year, despite the presence of maybe the best Afro in the business. I am, of course, referring to Jarrett Allen and the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Mm. That's great. Uh, I have them at 28th. Okay. I think the Nets are an abomination. Who is their best player?
1: Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: Spencer Dinwiddie? Mm.
2: I think it's maybe I can't remember his name now, but he's the guy kind of Swiss Army knife. Damari Carroll, no. ronde Hollis Jefferson. No, as we still haven't said it. <laughs> he's like the three who kind of like puts up pretty good counting stats. Uh, at at uh, he's young. Oh no, Joe Harris. Oh no, oh Karis Levert. Yeah, Karis, Karis Levert. LeVert. <laughs> That's that was that was my NBA hipster thing. I was gonna. Yeah,
0: say. Yeah, when you when you can't remember the players. Yeah, so I agree. There, v- very, very, very low for me. Who's your
2: 29? 29th? 29th. Uh, we're going to go to a team that I think is in similar, uh, you know, like, team people, like, anytime I hear someone say, like, I kind of like this front office move, I'm like, hmm, do you? You think the Magic made a nice front office move? Magic are 30th for me. Oh, okay. Wait, cool. you
1: don't want to see them start six power forwards? I really don't. Like, and Mozgov. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know what the Magic have to look forward to. You, you, you're looking forward to Jonathan Isaac getting better. Like, Mo Bamba's probably not going to play much this year. Yeah. And then the rest of the team is the same. Again. I feel Plus like Moskov, it seems like a nightmare. When <laughs> you're, like,
2: thinking of, like, the salad days, of being like, man, if only we could have a player like Scott Skiles. <laughs> <laughs> like, anybody mm-hmm. at the guard would be nice. Though. My
0: league pass list is all about, like, this is a dumpster fire. I want to see it. I don't even want to see the dumpster oh, fire of the magic. Yeah. There's nothing. There's interesting a lot there. of teams there's that, that nothing. There's interesting a lot there.
2: of schadenfreude on my list. Keith loves bad basketball. My, my top, my top 10 has t- two of my top 10 are teams. that's like, this could be really gloriously bad. Uh, we'll right. go next to just the most boring team in sports, but they have the best dressed owner and that's the Hornets. Oh, well, you talk about,
1: Long big jeans. I'm talking about Jinko wearing Jinko big hoop earring, having
2: <laughs> yes, sir. MJ, the greatest, the greatest tumbler of all time. So, still. right now, shout out power listener. Right Jimmy now, we're,
0: we're very aligned because I have the Hornets at 26.
2: All right, we'll so, just move so, so, moving so, right along. Yeah, uh, 27th, I have the Sacramento Kings. I would uh-huh. also
0: say, by the way, for the Hornets, I don't like their jerseys or their court. I think, that actually, they, maybe they have a new court that maybe was good. I can't remember. I thought there was, like, a
2: beehive thing going on.
0: Yeah, mm. but I, I'm, not, I'm not loving their court. And also, it's, like it's the same team that I've lost hope in. was recently stunned by
2: or. Hornets, and it was, like, a two-week affair. So now I'm just out on them in general.
0: Okay, so you, your Kings, I have them at 24. Even though, honestly, that might be too low, because I am actually excited to watch what they do. This is more of the slow car crash type interest.
2: Okay, so the re- here's why. Um, I, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you didn't watch much Kings then last year.
0: I watched a lot of Kings last year.
2: And you still want to watch them? I
0: like Boyan Bogdanovich. I like – or Bogdan, excuse Bogdan, me. Bogdan, yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, I love Zebo. Maybe I, you heard of him. I cannot watch
2: Dave Yeager anymore.
0: I would watch every night to see what hairstyle he was doing because and whether they're... or not he was backsliding from his, you know, <laughs> Wolf of makeover. Wall Street
2: stuff. Uh, but here's the deal with with uh, a is this team you know th- is undergoing a youth movement and he's not going to fall in line with it.
0: He might. He just doesn't do it. I t- I'm telling you that late night games if when it's Warriors Blazers on one channel, I am I'm tuning into Kings.
2: So maybe I did them wrong. I mean I they're, they're West Coast, so I'm probably gonna end up watching a ton because I stay up late. You are a late man. And um, <laughs> twenty six. Now they got Bielitsa in the, the small forward spot. What about Strength. Harry Styles' Giles? Yeah, B- Bielitsa Ooh. can play over all their their lottery picks now. Chuck, uh, you want
0: to chime in on any of these? What's your, you getting, I mean, you he's going to chime
2: was, in right here. I will not. 26th, I got the Miami Heat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, this team is... is Talk it, me out of this. No, who cares about them? I love Miami. They're my franchise. But as far as like exciting, exciting basketball goes, Pat Riley doesn't care about exciting. He cares about winning. And you don't need to be exciting to win in modern NBA in the Eastern Conference. And they're another one of the teams who did nothing. Right. They're the exact same team. They stand pat, and they're hoping, gelling and making the team that exists cohesion uh, higher will help them win more games.
0: I have them at 16 because I love James Johnson. I love Josh Richardson. I love Tyler Johnson. I like watching this team play basketball. Right. So... They're they're still pretty high on me, even though they're the exact same team as last year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I do not like watching this team play basketball. Uh, I don't think they have any players who are fun to watch for, like, long periods of time. Right. You get, like, little flashes from Richardson and Johnson, but that's a really bogged down style.
1: I think uh, what you can hope for is if a guy like, you know, if you care about reclamation projects Mm -hmm. and you like watching a player, you know, Turned from maybe out of the league to being a solid contributor in the NBA, like a, if a Rodney Hood ends up in Miami, then you, if you like that, then you can have fun watching Miami. But they, yeah, they haven't done much, and I don't even know if they have the cap space for. So,
0: which one of you two guys just retweeted a non NBA tweet from the Fast Break Breakfast account? Who? Breaking news.
1: What happened? <laughs> Who
2: did that? Nothing. Uh- <laughs> Did I do it on accident? It
0: was so, one of you two, I believe, just oh. retweeted something on accident. Oh,
2: I don't have access to our Fast Break Breakfast account. Oh, good. I, I don't believe <laughs> so, anyway. Um,
0: I stopped, I, I anyway, that, that, long that, that was just
2: averted. <laughs> I don't think anyone took a screenshot. This is my, uh, <laughs> my my feeble attempt at not seeming like a guy who just watches all the, the uh, mainstream teams, which I do. 25th, I have the New York Knicks. Oh, uh, yeah. All the drama that is sure to come. Isn't enough for me to watch a team that has no interesting players since I feel like Porzingis might still be a ways?
0: I mean, I d- am drinking the Kool-Aid on Summer League Kevin Knox, mm-hmm. but they are my 29th team.
2: Yeah. This is a team.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess I will tune in early in the season to see what Fizdale magic uh,
1: happens or does not happen. But yeah, this is a team I'm not interested in. With a beasley less Nick squad, who cares? That more Lance Beasley Thomas Beasley was the reason I got, hey, why I got, I got you know, I
0: feel like people were talking about Lance Thomas being pretty good. Hardaway, you know, what years is love. ago mm-hmm. Do not look at Lance Thomas's stats from last year. They are, they are horrific. All right, what do you I'm got? excited.
2: I mean, it's going to be funny like looking at Trey Burke's stats every other night, but that's about it. Uh, 24th, another team that is just kind of floundering in my eyes and ended the season the worst way you could possibly end a season. The Portland Trailblazers.
0: (laughs) Uh, Portland Trailblazers, again, didn't really do anything. Brought in Nick Stauskas and Seth Curry. Stauskas? I kind of like watching this team just fine. I I have them um, 23rd, so also pretty low.
2: They're another team that I'm going to watch a ton because they're West Coast, but I'm kind of over it. Um, I don't really like... Any of the I, I don't understand the narratives of like everyone focusing on what to do with Lillard and McCullum. Why don't you figure out what to do with the rest of that horrible roster instead?
0: That's a fair point. Also, Myers Leonard, quit doing underwear modeling on your Instagram, uh, acting like your life is great. No, okay. keep
2: doing that. Uh-huh. Fine. That is the stuff we need to chuckle at. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, cool. Who's next?
2: Who would you most like to see oh. do an underwear ad besides Tony Allen? Me. Um. I, Chuck, just, I don't think swimwear counts as underwear. I would say I Raymond trunks. Felton.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh, that's a fat joke. I like it. Similarly uh, distressing uh, lack of progress. Let's go down the river to Memphis. Oh, oh the wow. beautiful Grizzlies! I will watch every single game as I have for the past eight years. My God, but I have them at twenty third. I. And that may be giving them too much credit. I don't know what a non-Memphis fan could even see in running it back and hoping that they stay healthy.
0: I have them at number two.
1: Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, well, First
0: of all, this team is on national TV one time. Yeah, so you got to. You're going to need league pass. Right.
1: <laughs> you care it all about.
2: We
0: it. have the next Chris Bosh, Kevin Garnett, and Jaron Jackson Jr.
1: Bill Russell with a
2: three. J- Jaron Jackson Jr. is the only reason this team is we at have, 27th We, we, on we my have
0: list. the beloved hipster basketball players, Mark Gasol and Mike Conley, back again.
2: Mm-hmm. In theory. The return you, of the Shelvin Mack.
0: And then we added the slow-mo.
2: Oh, God. Shlomo. Shlomo. We got Thou Shalt Not Selling the Temple. I think mm-hmm. we've kind of just like bulldozed Chuck, but he said Shelvin Mack.
1: Shelvin Mack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got Mark Morrison's yeah. uh, Muse. Oh! Chuck, that's, that's,
0: I mean, obviously, these are subjective. Obviously, it's my favorite team. So, yes. Every time Two Shelvin Mack
2: uh, gets checked in, I'm going to go, Yes, I do, do, do. Uh, 20 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Hooked on Phonic Sons. Hmm.
0: I have the Suns. I felt conflicted about the Suns. I had them at 25. Okay. So so even lower than you. However, I am incredibly interested in watching them play again. Yeah. I mean, this this, is a
2: big year. I think that I think I screwed up and made this too low and this should be the bulls.
0: Like I'm really interested in watching Deandre Ayton play. Yeah.
2: Like they added Trevor Ariza. I, I think Deandre Ayton is going to get a bazillion rebounds. Yeah.
0: So like I'm, I'm also going to be watching League Pass. I feel like Devin Booker is bad. Can go mainstream. Right? If, if they're good, if they're bad again this season. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but he has got paid a lot of money. He got so paid a lot if, of money. If he does, if he's there and he's going to be fat and happy, and he's also good, he's and good.
0: <laughs> I know. I know we're not supposed to talk about 2K rankings and being upset just uh-huh. by talking. No, about please them, do it. Just by talking about them, 2K wins. But uh, Devin Booker 87, Hassan Whiteside 85. What? Chris Middleton, eighty-four. Um, Mike Conley, eighty-three. Mike, what? Hassan Whiteside being ranked higher than Chris so Middleton. So,
2: is Mike Conley? Is it one of those things where Mike Conley's injury rating is super low and it's bringing it down? I don't. I, I obviously don't know the answer to that. I mm. just bored myself saying that out loud. Twenty-first. <laughs> <laughs> this is a
1: similarly rookie-based ranking.
2: Atlanta Hawks. Oh.
1: I have the new uh, the new Warriors. <laughs> Atlanta's doing big things in their arena, though. You can, get a, you can get a haircut at the arena while watching at the new state farm at the, arena? At the new arena. Is it w- like a barbershop thing or
2: like a thing? Yeah, it's got
1: killer it's got Killer Mike of Run the Jewels, rapper extraordinaire and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He opened a, a barbershop in Atlanta and he's partnered up with them. There are four barbershop chairs watching the court.
2: Do you get to like uh have like a like polish a handgun while you do it since the killer mike thing? Killer Mike l-
1: loves guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does.
2: I have the Hawks
0: a little higher than you Ooh. at 19 just for the tire fire potential. Just, you know, you're going to play Jeremy Lynn and Trey young
2: together. Ooh. I just like, can't wait for like the fans haircuts to realize that Trey young's head looks like a testicle. And for the shave your nuts chance to break out. And when, when is the over under on when he's going to change his hairstyle? Oh, I hope never. At What point during the season? Well, we could do it at halftime
1: at the barbershop chair. Good point.
0: I mean, I,
2: it, they're probably
0: going to be unwatchable, but, I feel right now excited in in August to watch them. That will probably change by November. Hey guys, I needed to jump in here for a couple of announcements for the sake of housekeeping. One, we are having a t-shirt design contest throughout the end of this month and all through September. We are will be accepting t-shirt design submissions for a fast break breakfast t-shirt. The design can be literally anything, but it would preferably say Fast Break Breakfast on there. We will select perhaps numerous winners for every design we declare a winner. We will give you $30, a Fast Break Breakfast towel, and we'll shout you out on the show. If instead of $30, you want a dollar per sale, we can do that. Though I'm telling you, uh, we probably won't get up to $30 that way. Um, So we will accept submissions at fastbreakbreak at gmail.com. Put in the subject line t-shirt contest. Or you can direct message me on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. So you have all of September. Come up with your best fastbreak breakfast t-shirt designs. And if we decide to use yours, we will give you $30, a fastbreak breakfast towel, and shout you out on the show. So uh, get cracking, you artists. uh, We're ready for some more shirts. Two. If you're in the Nashville area, remember Sunday night, September 2nd, you can come meet Dylan Brooks from 515 to 545 at the Nashville Sounds game. He's going to be throwing the first pitch of the game and Grizz, the claw crew, Grizz girls will be there to hang out. So, you're in the Nashville area, September 2nd, Sunday night. Come out to the Sounds game. And finally, if you're looking for fantasy information, I know you're going to be playing fantasy basketball with us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast, but I just wanted to shout out Josh Lloyd, Locked On Fantasy. If you're getting in that fantasy spirit, make sure you're listening to his podcast. It's every day. gives you all the fantasy information you need. Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Okay, back to the I Can't Believe Pass It's Not Butter League Pass Rankings after a word from our sponsors.
2: Before we get started today, I want to remind you that it's not okay to listen to Dunked On and Drive. The truth is that your reaction times slow way down when you listen to me talk about the Nets off season. You're not only putting yourself in danger, but also everyone around you, including my fiancé, so please stop kidding yourself. If you feel different, you're going to drive different. For more info, go to patreon.com slash... Fast Break Breakfast and enter the promo code CAPSPACE. Just kidding, there is no promo code, but you should become a Patreon for Fast Break Breakfast. A team I've rated way too high. I don't know how they got here. It might have something to do with forgetting they existed while making the list.
1: Twentieth, Chicago Bulls. The Bulls. I have the Bulls
2: at eighteen. What? what? I, again, higher than me. They have
0: Zach Levine, Jabari Parker. And Laurie Markinen and so they're all gonna play at the same time.
2: Purely shot in front plus Wendell Carter, who might be incredible. Mr. Wendell, yeah. So I, I'm kind of excited about, about watching this team play. What's up with the rookies voting like Wendell Carter Jr. like most likely to have the best career? He probably has the most Instagram followers. Oh. That's how it works. These okay kids then. nowadays. I'll buy that for a dollar. Nineteenth.
0: I think also I think Luka Doncic and Jaron Jackson Jr. each got zero votes. And they've already had better
2: careers. Yeah, well, not not Jaron, but Luca. yes. Come on. He hit eight threes in a game. What are you talking about? Uh, The 19th, and I'm probably going to take some guff for this, but uh, adding Tyreek doesn't do it for me. Indiana Pacers, what are you doing?
0: I have Pacers at 7th. Wow. They have that. Very though. excited to watch the Pacers. You, really?
2: They are pretty fun well, they to were, watch.
0: They, they were incredibly fun to watch last year, and now they've, they've added Tyreek Evans right. to pretty much the same team. But
2: I think, gotta- think Tyreek is not fun to watch, though. I've seen how this movie ends. It ends with Tyreek Evans dribbling the ball nonsensically for 24 seconds and heaving a three. No thanks.
0: Yeah, but did you see that was Lance Stevenson last year? Yeah. And now it's Tyreek Evans. <laughs> but so. Lance Stevenson's fun. He might blow in your ear while he does it. Mm. It's true. So I, I, I'm, I'm pretty high on watching the Pacers this year. Hopefully Doug McBuckus doesn't play. Reverse racism, him getting that big
2: contract. 18th, my Stan Van Boner is showing the Pistons. Yeah.
0: So the Pistons are the one team that I kept thinking you were going to say this is the exact same team from last year. Yeah. Uh, But
2: it's kind of fun, especially if they run.
0: Well, I mean, so you think, you think like Dwayne Casey, you know,
2: (laughs) coach of the year. Dwayne Casey, checkmate, you win. Uh, Jesus. Yeah.
0: Maybe Dwayne Casey will unlock Stanley Johnson like he did the young players in Toronto? Uh, Uh, That's like the best case I can... I have the pisses... I
2: I I am... uh... At a loss for words. Yeah, you Dwayne'd me.
0: Yeah, so I have them at I have them at twenty seven. No, okay. I don't understand the Pistons. I would it, like what? to
2: move the Pistons to twenty seventh on my official list. That's an excellent I like point. So
0: did you? You just blocked out that Stan Van uh, got got sort of. No, I remembered.
2: Town. I just I kind of am hoping that it's one of those things where I like the Blake Drummond thing.
0: Oh yeah, it's I fun. That's pretty fun.
2: I, I like I like two big guys like. Not doing big guy things, you know the the typical post move stuff. I think it's interesting, uh, but you're right. Dwayne Casey's not going to know how to utilize him, and we're probably going to look at like twenty Andre Drummond post up games again.
1: I but mean, if it, Reggie Jackson comes back. He healthy. sucks. He I hate healthy. watching him play basketball. Yeah. But I mean, he's, he's if, not going to. If Reggie Bullock hits all his shots again
0: <laughs> this year, like he did last year, he was on fire last year. Y'all yeah, sleeping
1: on Zaza too. In the season. Uh-oh. He's a champion.
0: Do they have Zaza and Jose Calderon? Where yep. does Jose Calderon go? Is he back on the Pistons? Yep. Wearing 84
2: again?
1: Mm, I don't know what he's wearing. Is, that
0: 84? Is it 84? That, that was late Weber, too, right? Late
2: Weber. <laughs> yeah. before <an> <laughs> Nobody can touch Rodman's r- number game. Nobody. No. Although I still think Gilbert Arenas busting out zeros is the greatest number move of all time. Just the <laughs> marketing behind it, everything yeah. about it. I also weird. like uh,
0: uh, Carmelo Anthony giving his number 15 on the Hawks jersey to Vince Carter.
1: He's like, hey. That,
2: that 15
0: Hawks jersey g- a lot of history. now. Keith,
2: yeah. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Were you a double zero guy? Ooh. I was one year.
1: I knew it. He's got a very Michael esque game. They gave I, me parish, when dog. I was
2: in third grade. Or parish,
1: sorry.
0: They gave me, you know, because Robert Parish, mm-hmm. Parish. They gave me, a, they gave me a double zero to be to, to be like Chief. One, uh, well, yeah,
1: third grade.
2: Let's move on. Seventeenth. I might also have this team too high. This is another team I'm irrationally obsessed with. Los Angeles Clippers. Ooh. So.
1: This I is, just, this is just
0: weirdness. I have them third.
1: R.I.P. Lob City, Ooh. really. I,
0: I, ha, I have them third. Um, I think it's because I'm kind of obsessed with Shea Gildress Alexander just after watching him play in Summer League. And I love Pat Beverly. Like they have Tobias Harris. They have just a like it seems like a fun roster. Uh, I don't know. I, I could be totally crazy there, but they're just a there's a, a weird, strange team. Um I can't, I maybe I can't explain it Okay, let
2: me try to get even more nebulous than you just did. Okay. I just think that the Clippers are, like, secretly doing everything right. I don't think it's a secret. And I think it's the little things. Yeah. The stuff I mentioned on another show, the stuff like firing a guy that Kawhi doesn't like. Right, right. Like, little things. You know, like, they're planning... Like, this is run by, uh, like, a Machiavellian billionaire who actually is a Machiavellian billionaire, not your typical NBA owner who like somehow scammed his way into right. this.
1: Like you know, generational this a, wealth.
2: This is a real deal. Yeah. Genius billionaire yeah. who
1: rose to the top in the tech world.
2: This isn't Robert Pera pretending to be a billionaire. This isn't a Russian oligarch making his guys do like resistant band workouts billionaire. Right. This is Balmer. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just, and and I actually like the roster. I mean, they're still, they still got to be high as after swindling, you know, Detroit and uh, sundry other moves. This is an interesting team. Uh, But that's enough about the Clippers. Sixteenth. I think a lot of people think I have this team too low, but I have a hard time getting up for them. Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: I have the Thunder pretty high. I mean, again, I'm kind of throwing them out because they're a uh, item fourteen. I want to watch okay, them play, but they're, but they're 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 a mainstream TV team, so oh, you know, Okay.
2: Whatever. Well, I just Billy Donovan sucks. Sure. <laughs> Paul George is the weirdest player who plays like thirty four minutes a game that I never notice. Uh, they're just a team that like I get tired of like I I get into Russell Westbrook as much as the next guy when he's going nuts, but I get tired of that being like. The identity of the team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just kind of an exhausting, boring team to me.
1: But sure. they just got rid of Carmelo, so who knows? Who knows what that does to the locker room? Who knows what that does to the pace? That was, like, the only interesting story for the for last Schreuder. year. Schroeder! Nerland's oh, last Noel. Year. Well,
0: yeah, last year it was...
1: What if Nerland's Noel rep- Reclamation Project happens and we got, you know, one of those power forwards and slash centers who can just run, block, and So I
2: dig dunk. that. I dig that, right? But then at the same time, like, if Rick Carlisle can't use Nerland's Noel, what if he just is awful? It's true. Yeah. Um, 15th. Um, so this will look like I'm adhering to the actual league pass rules and choosing a team because they you don't need a league pass to watch them. But I'm actually putting them here because I and fatigued, and I don't care about DeMarcus Cousins, and that's uh, the Golden State Warriors. I don't I, care at all.
0: I too, I have them at 20th. I, too, Ooh. have, have yeah. Warriors fatigue. You know, and, uh, again, w- me thinking they're on TV all the time, it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah. right. Screw
2: you, Warriors. 14th, um, this is due solely to the fact that they did nothing at a time when they needed to do something desperately. The Philadelphia 76ers... They're still fun to watch, but I can't believe how war of attrition their off season was. I'm I, I purely
0: purely Ben Simmons Joel Embiid I have them at eight, but again they, they didn't get better. No, outside of those guys make improvements, and they're going to be on TV all the time anyway. So I who, think this off cares? season
2: you they'll look back at it years from now and think of the damage it did. Right. I mean, we laughed a lot out loud at Colangelo.
0: They're also waiting to. They're, they're also waiting for the 2019 GM class to sign any. Right. Ju- they're just going to sit it out. Like, hey, that's cool. We'll sit it out. We'll just we'll, There's going to be a lot of good GMs available next summer. But
2: we're, that's enough about the Sixers. We're we need make to get a in. new slant. Uh, I'll go 13th. Another team that. Uh, sorry, uh, Rockets. No, not a top 10 watchable team for me.
0: Rockets. I did not watch the Rockets last season.
2: Yeah, you have you have uh, chosen wisely. But I've, I
0: put them <laughs> up to 22. I'm excited. Wow, okay. I'm excited. I mean, they're still way lower than I was feeling
2: them. guilty. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Uh, but I'm still going to watch them because of James Ennis and the Michael Carter Williams editions. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I, I kind of think... Daryl Morey's zagging. Yeah, I, I kind of think that it'll be it'll be sort of interesting to watch. Uh, th- this is less of an indictment on the Rockets and more of just other teams I'm interested in because we're into the top half now. But the Rockets, I feel like Daryl Morey's going to pull everybody's pants down and be like, look, you can make these, you know guys that you think are really important you can make those guys if you get people to embrace a role they can do this this isn't us losing these the 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 stories of the guys we've lost are are overblown we still have the two best guards in the league
0: they're going to be good but this, there's rarely going to be a time i dial them up on league pass for them
2: sure 12th this is a team i assure you will be dialing up on league pass I, in fact i think i have them way too low for you, Keith, I know, Chuck, you're going to be rooting for him because LeBron just left. That's the Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: I can't believe you have him 12th. Explain it to me. <laughs> so where do you have him? I have him 21st. Oh. I'm interested Dude, in the... Dude, any time the best happens, player
2: leaves, right. that is th- that is always a fun, crazy story. Uh, we're going to get Unleashed Kevin Love again.
1: The greatest American basketball player since white American basketball player. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What will happen, I feel, is years, the past, you know, whatever, five years or four years that LeBron's been in, in Cleveland, they've beat the crap out of the East. Now the East is going to exact their revenge on that franchise. And it's going to be like demolishing those teams. No one's going to care. Nah, they're going to get them. They're no, going to get them. I don't think anyone's going
2: to
0: care. Do you think
1: people uh, feel sorry for Cleveland? I don't think anyone's going to care.
2: Cavs are going to win, like, 38 games and, like, almost get in the playoffs. You think? And Kevin Love's going to, like, put up big numbers and go back to the Kevin Love that used to make big shots. So he's going to be, like, a 30 Colin and 12. Colin Sexton is awesome.
0: Is he? He's bad. What? My guess is he's bad. But, again, I'm purely, defense, completely ignorant, you know.
2: I think any a team loses the best player and has all this young talent and then can reestablish – A player like Kevin Love, there's nowhere to go but up. Listen, uh, would either of you agree? I mean, we've got Colin Sexton, Dark Horse for Rookie of the Year. We've got Kevin Love, who used to make big shots and put up big numbers. Dark Horse. Would you guys agree that the, the Cavs are in a good spot?
1: No, no, never. No, no.
2: Okay, okay, I'm just kidding. I was trying to trick you guys into saying something stupid. Let me go through this roster. Uh, first of all, Colin Sexton. Even if you like him, he's probably not going to get enough minutes with Clarkson, Hill, and Hood around. Right. Uh, Sam Decker Hood is only vaguely around. Right, Sam yeah. Decker, Channing Fry, uh, Larry Nance, David Noaba. Who This roster, I think the only roster that is as bad as this roster might be LeBron's new teammates. Ooh.
0: <laughs>
2: but really, no, LeBron's new teammates are better than this. Uh, no, the Cavs is a delightful dumpster fire. I wish I could believe Kevin Love would come back, but now he's kind of fragile and frail and potentially washed. This team is garbage. Um, but
1: any team that loses Jeff Green. Oh. You gotta have hope. Oh, oh, you get that boost. Oh, <laughs> Jeff Green boost. Oh.
2: <laughs> there is not... A team amongst the next 11 that I don't think is going to be really, really interesting and fun to watch this year. And I think all of them, except for, say, maybe one, are going to be pretty darn good. Okay. Uh, let's go with the 11th team, and this is a team that could go either way. Pelicans.
0: I have Pelicans at 15. I think they are a very interesting team. I, right. I, I would not argue with anyone who ranked them higher. Like, does Julius Randle, does it fit? They Probably have, not.
2: Alfred Payton is their starting point guard. That's bad, but I'll watch it. I, 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 I'm really interested to see if the Miro momentum, the Miro momentum, mm. which I just coined right there, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see if that uh, lasts. Was that Shakespearean, Chuck? I did I just think. create a phrase that will live on forever like swagger? Mm. Miro momentum? I, I don't think so. Uh, since
0: it took me a solid one minute to understand you were referring <laughs> to Nikola Mirotic. <laughs> that seems no, bad. Um, no.
2: Let's go to the 10th. This might be too low because this is so interesting to me considering the players who are gone. San Antonio Spurs. I have Spurs at 12. I think as I
0: teased in the little opening talking about the the variance of the Grizzlies and Spurs in in the Stackhouse episode, I find the Spurs very, very interesting. Like, I don't know if they're going to be good. I think they might be really good. But I'm incredibly interested to see what DeMar DeRozan and the old whatever... So, Skeleton of Spurs past can provide
1: little Spurs trivia. Found uh-huh. that on the internet. Last date that the Spurs played without Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, four twenty ninety seven.
2: Believe it. Uh, what are you next? That reminds me of a little song.
1: Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage.
2: Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Game of scones. Manu Ginobili Tribute Edition. Manu, Manu. Manu Ginobili. How many times do you think he won Sixth Man of the Year, guys? Uh, Four. One. That's correct, Keith. One? 2007, Manu Ginobili won Sixth Man of the Year. That was the only one? That's the only one. A man who uh, uh, prided himself. Buddy, if you go look at Manu... If you research Manu Ginobili, you might find yourself a little wanting. I love Manu Ginobili. Yeah. But it's going to be... Uh, it's a hard sell on the whole Hall of Fame First thing. First ballot thing. And... Uh, And so I want to talk about other six men of the year. Uh So I'm going to give you... This is a game of scones, six men of the year, make it, take it edition, got to win by two.
1: Okay. Got it.
2: So if you get one right, you get to keep going. If you get three in a row, the game ends. Okay. Roger. Um, I'm going to give you a team and a year, and you're going to give me the player who won six men of the year that year. Uh, Chuck, I'm going to let you go first. Do you want 80s, 90s, or 2000s? 2000s. All right. I'm going to give you... Two thousand eight, Dallas Maverick, who won six Man of the Year? Um, three. Jerry Stackhouse. Two. Nah. Keith, you want to steal? Jason Terry. That's correct. <sighs> Point for Keith. If you can get two more in a row, Keith, I'm going to give you the win. Keith, what decade would you like to play in? Well, I'll do the. I'll do the. Nineties. Uh, okay. 1992-93, Portland Trailblazers. You're going to get this right, Uncle Cliff Robinson. That's two for Keith. Hey-oh. Yeah. Keith, can you and one this and put Chuck to bed in our first ever clean sweep? Pick a decade.
0: I want to stick with the 90s.
2: 1996-97, New York Knicks.
0: Damn. Hmm. Knicks. Marcus
2: Camby? That's dead wrong. Oh. Chuck, can you steal it? I'm going to give you a hint. He could be the greatest player, but also the worst player on the court any given night.
1: That's John Starks. That's correct. John Starks. Fair, fair. Way, Chuck. I
2: had it before the hint, by the I way. I know you did. That was, those... a, that was a very easy one. I'm really surprised uh, that Keith Biffed that one. Chuck, if you can get two more in a row, you can win. Let's do do you pick a, pick a decade?
1: Let's go 2,000s again.
2: That's all I got. 2,000s. All right. I'm going to give it to you. Two thousand five six, Memphis Grizzlies. If you don't get this, I guarantee you. She I know keeps putting it back.
1: Um, damn, that's hard for me. <laughs> um,
2: give you a hint. He had a monkey that rode.
1: Okay.
2: A dog. Uh, that's uh, Michael f miller <laughs> giving it to him sorry oh, I, know, I know i'm expert. sorry <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> next throat> decade and for the win pick a decade chuck 90s this didn't go any 80s i hate you guys sorry for all that research John. um i'm gonna go 19 i'm gonna get it close to the 80s <gasps> 1990 okay. 91 okay indiana pacers <sighs> hint back-to-back winner 91 92 don't think that will help Chuck because Chuck doesn't
1: know Jack. Oh uh, no, nah, it's that nineties. team '90s. Was Reggie Miller wasn't even on that team? Well, I guess he was. Yes, 88. He, was. Um, yeah, he, was. he was. Yeah, he um, was. He was the best player on that team. That yeah, those years he was. Um, Dale Ellis. I don't know. I love that guess. guess,
2: but no. Is it Derek McKee? It's not '90, '91, '91, '92. That was all Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp, shrimp. of course. Keith, of course. <clears throat> would you like Detlef to pick Shrimp? A- Good buddies with Darius
0: Rucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, Have you seen his Twitter? Deadless Shrimp one. Deadless Shrimp is, is mad that he is not verified. <laughs> Two, Deadless Shrimp tweeted to Isaiah Thomas the other day talking about the great Lakers comeback on the Blazers in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Deadless Shrimp is angry that the lineup that built that 17-point lead was taken out. Yeah.
2: Three, uh,
0: Darius Rucker, Deadless Shrimp hang out all the time.
2: Hootie. Hootie. Hootie, my uh, co star and fellow wrestling aficionado. <laughs> um, I, I just forgot who. No oh, one so got I'm that up, right. I so think yeah. I'm up. So Keith, no, pick no a decade. 80s, uh, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. teens. Uh, t- 2000s.
0: Oh, 2000 teens? We could do 2000 sure. teens?
2: Yeah. I'll take one of those. I'm making this easier now. Yes. Uh, okay. 2011, Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Um, is, wait, is this? This is going to be embarrassing.
2: I am embarrassed for you.
0: My first thought was Lou Williams, and then he was like, I don't think he wasn't on it that year. Um
2: thinking of the wrong LA team that he won the award for. Chuck, would you like to steal? I Lou would. Lame. Lamar Odom? That's correct. That's
0: what I was thinking, but I hesitated. It's stuck in my throat. Chuck, <clears>
2: throat> I'm going to if you get this one, this is gonna be a win by two and for the win because you have more points. Okay. Pick a decade, Chuck.
1: Uh, Twenty teens.
2: This is going to be brutal when Chuck
1: misses this. Oh, I hate you.
2: 2012, J.R. Smith.
1: J.R. Smith won.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right, hold on. Pick another decade. We can't do that decade. Uh, Sorry,
1: Chuck. 2000s. Damn. Nobody's going (laughs) 80s. This is the greatest thing of all time. (laughs) Um, Okay.
2: Um, 2000s is what you said?
1: Uh, let's do 80, since you're being a, okay, a I th- sad sack about thank it. You. All right. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome.
2: Uh, the first ever winner of the Sixth Man of the Year Award in 1982 was for the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: What's that? Mm. Mo Cheeks?
2: No, I like the guess. Can you, Keith, can you steal?
1: Uh, Andrew Andrew
0: Tony.
2: Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. What typifies the great sixth man who needs an award that is nebulous and meaningless and probably racist more than Bobby Jones? <laughs> what?
1: All right. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, that Keith, question. Keith.
2: Yeah. Pick a decade.
0: Uh, I'll take the
1: 90s.
2: I'm going to give you 95. I'm going, you're going to get this one. 95, 96 Chicago Bulls.
0: Uh, Tony Kukoc.
2: That's correct. Can, can you make a ticket?
0: Yeah, hopefully. I'll take another... I'll take a 2000s.
2: Okay, let's go with 2006-7, Phoenix Suns.
0: Phoenix Suns? 2006-7. Joe Johnson?
1: Can you steal Johnson? Uh, Sean Marion? Neither.
2: Leandro Barbosa, the fastest player I ever saw. Brazilian blur. All right, Chuck. Give me a decade.
1: Can we do the teens?
2: We can do the teens. Let's do it. Let's put
1: this away. We gotta, this has been gotta
2: the end the longest, short. You would have won it ever. with J.R. Smith, I, I think. Know. I've screwed it up. Two thousand eleven Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: Um James Harden.
2: That's correct. And now I'm going to give you pick a decade.
1: Twenty teens.
2: Two thousand fourteen
1: Toronto Raptors for the win. Um oh no. Oh
2: no. Fourteen. I'll give you a hint. He's played on a lot of teams and has won this award multiple times. Lou Williams. That's it for yeah, the win. Yeah. Chuck had to give you hints, but totally wrong. It's like Lou said, said, said J.R. Smith
1: inexplicably for no reason. <laughs> 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 Out loud. Oh, wow. My bad. That was a nail biter.
0: That was pretty good. Well, before, before we get to the final uh, 10 or so, we got 10 left.
2: Yep. We can almost. Can uh, we just Speaking of Lou, the next team is the Raptors. Uh, well,
0: before we get to that, just want to plug one more time. If you want some more bonus content, you want to support our show. You want to join that fantasy football league. You want to get involved with the fantasy basketball, which I know you actually want to get involved
1: with. Gonna be dope. You
0: want to get involved with the International Stackhouse of Pancakes League mm-hmm. for the its second season. League. The greatest fantasy one league rig
1: to ever. Them all.
0: No, yep. no weird, no weird upsetting, like, well, why do you get points for rebounds? Those are useless. No. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you get tell more points for a turnover. You just,
2: you just ask the question, why do you get points? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to do all that, you want to get access to the exclusive bonus episodes, the Gr- Ground Chuck mm-hmm. episode one, which is up from last week. You get all of that stuff at patreon.com slash fastbreak breakfast. And I'll be real you listen to our show just regularly. If you listen to five Fast Break episodes a month, mm-hmm. you owe us a dollar.
1: I mean, just, just one dollar. It. It's like give us a buck. I'm just saying. I mean, we're not out here begging. We're producing content. Me and John are busy. My, con- my Keith is a dad, and we all need to do stuff.
2: I just finished <laughs> my job that I've been doing for the summer, and I don't have
1: a job. I just there sold my business, <laughs> effectively, and I'm now scraping by trying to—I'm probably going to Uber. So don't make me Uber. Go out there and show some <laughs> this, love. Uh, this this begging for money went way more begging. Yeah, we got beggy. Help. But this is season five, and we need. So I'm just saying we need to like show our significant if every, others. It's if, worth every, it. if
0: every listener gave us five cents per episode, my god, we're good. This is like a job.
2: And this is we great. can get
0: paid. This is that's like a paycheck. And we Keith,
2: just... you said begging. What animal begs? A dog. Uh-huh. What did dogs eat out of? Not really. Uh, bags. Oh, oh! oh bags. This is
0: the doggy bag winner. Also, in the Ooh. off season, every week from Uncle John's prize cabinet, we're giving a random Patreon supporter uh, a prize from uh, NBA collectible or whatnot. Who is today's this week's randomly random selected number generator says Patreon supporter Viraf
2: Nariman. Ooh, Viraf Nariman! Thank you very much. A ten dollar tier supporter, one of the gang. We'll be we'll be messing with that Patreon in the weeks to come, but
1: Veroff, I'm going to be sending you an email. You're going to be getting a prized doggy bag. Good on you, Ming. Thanks for supporting us. We love you, and we love everybody out there in Patreon land.
0: All right, so back to the list. The final, what final ten on John's list? Raptors, similar for the Spurs reason. I have Raptors at eleven. New faces, obviously Kawhi. If right. Kawhi plays, they're going to be incredibly fun to watch, and. They are a true league pass team as the NBA has screwed them and not put them on national
1: television very much. Insane. No, nah, but for sure, I want to see what the Raptors do. Yeah, the Raptors are like one of those
2: like four quadrant theory teams where they're interesting in different ways. Like right. they could be awesome. This could be a disaster. Kawhi could not show up. This could be insane. Right? You know, how's the new they coach? Could make do? it
1: to the the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, I Who mean, knows?
2: they're just a very interesting team. Right? Uh, probably far more interesting team than the Denver Nuggets, which I have at eighth. But I am a racist Jokic maniac.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have them at one. Do you yeah, I'm really? Sure, they're at one. <laughs> are you
1: crazy? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Awesome. They
0: got rid of Wilson Chandler. We get yeah. a full se- we get a full season of, of Millsap and Jokic healthy? Uh,
1: yeah. We'll see how uh, it goes.
0: They have the weirdest draft
2: pick who's never going to play ever. They can't even mess it up.
0: One strike against them. Their jerseys are
1: awful. Uh,
2: and they're another like multiple ways team because Mike Malone always could mess this up. Isaiah Thomas, what the what? There's oh, a yeah. oh. Nashville
1: connection too. Don't they have a Vanderbilt on the roster? Jared Vanderbilt? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um also, Gloria uh, Vanderbilt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, Mike Malone, he gone. He gone. He's gone gone? Oh, yeah.
1: No, no, I'm just
2: saying. His. Oh. Uh, I thought this was breaking news. Oh. A- any co- any coach on the last year of his deal without an extension is gone. Oh, man. yeah. D- lame ducking it. Uh, let's keep humming. This is most likely a laugh it up team, but I laughed it up so hard last year. Washington Wizards.
1: I don't care.
2: What?
1: I don't care. I don't care about Washington.
0: Washington Wizards are number six on my list. This for, is for, a,
1: for laughing reasons. This right? is an
0: NBA two K oh. dream team. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they turn Marcin Gortat into Dwight Howard. I yeah. think Dwight Howard could actually work. This team is so combustible. Obviously, everyone is we'll get really talking about farts. Everyone is so down on them because they hate each other. And yeah. hey, that's fair. Right. But John, like, I love watching Bradley Beal play basketball. Porter. I like watching Otto Porter play basketball. John Wall is awesome. I love watching uh, Sadaransky, Tomas Sadaransky <laughs> play basketball. And then, like, just throwing in a big rebounder in Dwight Howard. This team could be really good. The Twitter However, feuds alone. As we say, they hate each other. Yeah. So, the Twitter uh, they, they, feuds They're, they're
2: alone. pretty high on my list. Let's my keep the hate basketball. flowing. We're staying to a team that hates each other even more. Minnesota Timberwolves, oh, man. my number six. I have them at
0: sixteen. Huh. I think this team. I, I mean, you, you have Carl Anthony Towns, who's awesome. You have Jimmy Beller, who's awesome. They hate each other. I hate watching a bunch of their players play. I hate how they play. Uh, no, they're going to play
2: differently this year. They got they've got players like Anthony Tolliver to space the floor. I think we're going to. I they actually have, think they, they have player player like Anthony okay. Tolliver. They have one. Space That's important. Floor. That's important. But it, but they're going to be. I feel like. There's so much ado about this team that that we're going to be, like, kind of pleasantly surprised, and that will be interesting. If I'm wrong, it's going to be a dumpster fire with huge players moving. That's fun, too. Yeah. I'll take it. Fifth, a team that I hate is this high solely because of the addition of one soul Grayson Allen. Fifth, Jazz. They are indisputably interesting and oh, good. Man.
0: I really like watching the Jazz play. I have them yeah. at nine.
1: I've, wow! I've, this gives me a, a, a reason to bring up something I forgot that I remembered: uh, <laughs> Quinn Snyder's murder face. Yeah. This year they have expectations, and if you think Quinn Snyder was mad before,
2: watching him after he, after Grace Allen leg whips somebody in and the and they were
0: so good the second half of last season. Oh, they were incredible. so good into the playoffs. Like, I feel like it's been forgotten, erased from NBA history, memory that Ricky Rubio was hurt. They could have put up a, a, a big fight against the Rockets.
2: Fourth, this is my team that is potentially horrendous, but I can't wait to watch them. Dallas Mavericks.
1: I Dallas mean, Mavericks. It could be something else. Dennis Smith Jr. and and uh, Luca. Luca. Luca Brazzi.
2: I just, I'm interested in how quickly they have changed the face of it. Uh, DeAndre Jordan finally coming to town no, a no. year late. Uh, <laughs> I guess they didn't bother to bar the door this time. But I just, to me, this team is incredibly intriguing. I think they put their nuts on the table by making the Doncic move, which makes it all the more intriguing. If he's terrible, that's intriguing.
0: I think the intrigue is that we didn't get to see Luka Doncic
2: play in summer league yeah right there's just so much riding on this
1: yeah and uh whatever worst case we get to watch highlights of uh dirk trying to do bicycle kicks in celebrity soccer excited games. about
2: the dirk Doncic thing yeah,
1: that could be a thing
2: i'm excited about dirk yeah the, the
1: dirk however
0: i mean on the, on the other hand I, I had them at 13 because watching wes matthews play makes me sad now yeah. i don't yeah. love watching harrison barnes play i think dennis smith might not be good he could dunk, Dallas Even the base more. on one year. But the the just adding in this Luka is... Doncic and John Dre Jordan makes it intriguing, and uh, they, they could be super fun to watch.
2: Uh, we're in our top three. Um, I kind of screwed up and put teams that shouldn't be so high on this list on this list, but that's what I do. Let me know. Uh, third, and I think everyone has to have this team really high. It's probably number one on most people's lists, Milwaukee Bucks.
0: So I think that's interesting. I actually put them fifth and thought I was putting them way too high. Oh,
2: really? You don't, don't get to complain all year, NBA fans, about a coach, and then that coach gets replaced by whatever everyone seems to agree is a great coach, even though he drives me insane, and then not be excited and watch them. So I just feel like they have to go high. I mean, they they didn't do much to their roster. Right. It's like, you know, you, you added that. Yeah, I know. Losing Jabari doesn't change what they all-star,
1: All Star Future All-Star uh, Brooke Lopez? What are you well, about? Well, I'm saying, so yeah, like
0: Brooke Lopez – and then, That's uh, pretty big. And I can't then you even know remember. Buds is going to use Eliasova. How do you, how do you say uh, that guy's name?
2: DiVincenzo. Yeah, uh, uh, Del- Delaware Jordan, Delaware, Delaware White Jordan. <laughs> is that like an ICP reference? I don't even know. I don't get it either. <laughs> it's like a chicken farmer. So. <laughs> this is also
0: our last chance to see uh, Chris Middleton in a Bucks uniform. Before he becomes a Grizzly. Sorry, Milwaukee fans. Expiring contract, Chris Middleton. Future Grizzly. Things could fall apart with the Bucks too. It could be ugly. Because the expectations
2: are high. Eric Bledsoe just did not. Yeah, you really think things could fall apart? I think the addition by subtraction of kid is so,
1: and prunty. so huge. Prunty. I don't know, but they, they are five on my in.
0: list. I mean, they're they're top three in your list. So
1: Budenholzer knows how to take uh, pieces and make them work for a little bit. So maybe his uh, you know genius that he pulled in Atlanta for a season before everyone figured him out works in Milwaukee. I just think he's a raging maniac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could work for a year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. unsustainable. It's talk about breakfast, unsustainable business model. But right. it works. It works for a year. Whenever a guy comes in with yeah. the, with the iron fist. They me, get yeah. a little bit better and then after that they stink. To
2: me, it's not even buds. It's just
1: not Kid, Not yeah. Jason Kidd is coaching. That's true. You're not I mean, that's, that's water. my
2: thing. Uh, our final two uh, we have the Celtics and then the Laker boys. Uh, Celtics number two. I, I'm very interested to see uh, this team, you know, whole.
0: I would say our, our our true league pass winner maybe the Bucks even though I think yeah. that they're on league, they're on NBA TV. I, I mean, screwed it up I'm national sorry. TV eighteen times. <laughs> I had the Celtics at ten, kind of weighted down for their, how many appearances they are on TV. Yeah. It is super interesting thinking about them and Kyrie and Gordon I'm, Hayward. And imagine
2: the Celtics guys. with a good offense. That might be what we get. I mean, and, can and then the, the defensive
1: that? stuff that could happen with Baines and Smart in those lineups. I think it would be fun to watch. They haven't lost anybody, so continuity with the young team always helps and you lose lebron in the east so forget it they're going to
2: and they're going to be playing
1: yeah. for a good record this year and then so lebron
2: in la is just the
1: story to me that it's that roster's so interesting so weird yeah we got uh, rondo we got lance those are two of our more uh, either hated or loved players in the nba
2: i mean the potential for disaster is there the potential for Greatness is sort
1: of there. I don't know. It's so weird. But if you look at the roster that LeBron had in Cleveland, yeah, the East was trash last year, but he brought them through a bunch of good teams. I can see that happening again. Uh, with LeBron. I cannot,
2: but I love that you can.
1: I think he can play (laughs) 33 minutes a game. If he gets his minutes down by the playoffs, that team can make a run. But this is League Pass He played more minutes than that a game last year. I think he played the most minutes in the league last year. It was one of his highest minutes played in his career, which is insane. Well,
0: So, so Chuck, since we didn't really give you a a heads up, depending on who you believe or (laughs) whose cell phone carrier you have... Hey, man. uh, (laughs) Were there any that, that we we ranked that you were you were way off on. I feel like John and I were pretty close outside of just a handful of teams. We yeah. are
2: lame white hipsters.
1: No, you guys are <laughs> you guys are the in-depth, you know, super nerds. I love nationally televised games. So league passes doesn't me matter too. much to me. I love Christmas. I love Christmas Ooh. basketball. I like sitting in front of a TV with eggnog getting drunk and watching a bunch of basketball for 6 hours instead of paying attention to my family. Yeah, that's pretty
0: cool. Yeah. All right, well, if you want to stick around for the Grizzlies epilogue, we got uh, Dylan Brooks Memphis Grizzlies, maybe starting two guard. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a three. I
2: hope I don't not. Know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, he's coming on. He, he's plugging. Um, if you're in the Nashville area, the Claw crew, the Grizz girls, the mascot, and Dylan Brooks are coming to the Sounds game on Sunday, September 2nd. You can actually win two free tickets and a Grizzlies hat and a picture on the field with Dylan if you go to the Twitter account at Nashville and uh, follow and retweet that. But uh, stick around. I'm talking to Dylan Brooks. As far as the rest of you guys, make sure you hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, at fastbreakbreak. Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important
2: thing. J.R. Smith, Tourette's.
0: My guest today is a member of the Canadian national basketball team, and as a rookie, played all 82 games for the Memphis Grizzlies. And he's a first time guest on Fast Break Breakfast, Dylan Brooks. Dylan, how's it going?
3: It's going great. It's going great. How are you?
0: I'm doing, doing well. Thanks for asking. It seems like this summer you've been traveling a bunch all over the globe, and that includes you being involved with the Grizzlies Regional Caravan, uh, which is coming to Nashville. So you're not you're not wearing yourself out this off season with all this travel, are you?
3: Um, you know, I'm just getting myself prepared for the travel I'm about to have this season.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh
3: what's one of the best places you've been?
0: I, I know I saw you I'm pretty sure I saw you in Toronto for the big three, and then you went to Spain, yeah. and then you went to Vegas. So you've been all over. What's the what's the best spot you've seen so far?
3: Um, you know, I would say Spain. Uh you know, I've to see a little bit of Barcelona and a couple of beaches. Even though I was only there for like a day and a half for Mark's a charity game, but you know it was it was a great you know venue, great event, and um, you know, I, I really enjoyed my time in Spain.
0: That's good, and you're only saying that because you haven't been to Nashville yet. Once you come to Nashville, yeah. then you can update your list.
3: That's very true.
0: <laughs> right on. Well, uh, we actually talk with all of our guests about breakfast right off the start. Uh, in your rookie season, as you adapted to life in the NBA, did you establish, uh, like, any kind of particular breakfast routine?
3: Um, They would have, you know, breakfast, you know, at the gym, you know, with, like, scrambled eggs or omelet or something with bacon and, you know, some potatoes, like taters. All right.
0: Again. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Was that, like, all the time, your go-to?
3: Yeah, that was, you know, that was all the time. But, you know, I'm a I'm a breakfast guy, so, you know, I love to mix it all up when I get a chance to.
0: Do you have any kind of, like, like cheat breakfast or anything you splurge on as far as a favorite breakfast food?
3: Like blueberry pancakes is the best.
0: Nice. <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. Well, uh, as a Grizzlies fan myself, I can say last year you were a bright spot in an otherwise maybe not that great season. Uh, obviously, the team success wasn't there, but... A- in your first year, what, what were some of the highlights that, that you experienced?
3: Um, you know, making the you know all rookie, not all rookie, but uh, you know, the world team for All Star weekend. You know, yeah. that was a you know accomplishment. You know that I really liked, and then um, you know us, you know me starting, uh, you know on our NBA team. You know it was a you know great accomplishment, and um, when we went to uh, Portland and got the win, you know, that was, a great, that was a great experience as well. Yeah,
0: it seems like, I guess, uh, you obviously playing at Oregon, you have a lot of fans that come out. I think that early in the season, you guys went up there, got that victory, and I'm sure you had a big crowd there cheering you on?
3: Yeah, you know, a lot of, you know, people that love to watch me play, you know, since, you know, from my Oregon days, and um, I even got that, you know, standing ovation when I, you know, was starting. So, you know, that was, you know, put a smile on my face, and then, you know, I got to see my – two of my coaches, you know, saying course side, so, you know, it was a great thing.
0: That's great. This off season, are there any particular aspects to your game that you have really honed in on or you're really particularly hoping to, to
3: improve? I'm um, to really knock down, you know, the three, you know, I want to get my percentages up, you know, so, you know, guys have to respect that. And then just ball handling, you know, having you know, a couple moves that I can go to, or you know, not get the ball, you know, taken away and stuff. So, uh, you know, those are two things I really honed in.
0: Has the coaching staff communicated to you at all, and, and like told you things to work on? Like, did they tell you that stuff, or is that stuff that you personally looked at your game and felt like you really had to get better at?
3: Oh yeah, for sure. You know, that's the it's the biggest thing. You know, coaches told totally me the same thing, so it was just you know a clarification on you know what I thought as well. And, you know, I just drove it home every you know, every time in my workout. So.
0: What does it mean to have those coaches like the Grizzlies have right now that have, you know, NBA experience and recent NBA experience? Like, you have some dominant guards on the Grizzlies coaching staff right now. Like, what what do guys like, you know, Nick Van Axel and Jerry Stackhouse and Greg Buckner, like, what does it mean to you to have those guys being able to show you stuff?
3: Oh, it means so much because, you know, they've already been – you know, in the NBA already and all the tricks in the trade and, you know, we're doing, you know, really, you know, great things, you know. So, you know, it's always a it's always a plus, you know, when you're a player, you know, most players connect to, you know, ex-players or other players and their feedback. But, you know, just having those three, you know, having different areas of their game that they're strong at and very experienced at and then, you know, learn from them is, you know, a great super uh, best thing to have as a coaching staff, I think.
0: Have you had a chance to go one-on-one against Stackhouse yet?
3: Uh, I hear he's know, still yeah. – I
0: still he's putting buckets on people. He's he's talking a big game still.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, his one day he had, uh, he had somebody's number, but I'm not going to, you know, say I'm there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so – I guess for Grizzlies fans, one of, our, one of our questions for the upcoming season is about, like, the lineup. And I know we're, we're still a month out from, from training camp, and you can't speak for the coaches. But the big free agent acquisition for the Grizzlies this year was Kyle Anderson, who it's probably planned he's going to start at the three. Obviously, last year you, you played a lot of small forward. Do you envision yourself, like, slotting over at the two? Like, how, how do you feel that your skills like, can mesh with Kyle Anderson's?
3: Um we both make plays, and you know uh, i I'm trying to get my three better so I can spot it for him and you know he's a crafty player, you know uh he plays you know to his to his strengths and his abilities, and um you know I feel like with him you know running running the show sometimes and uh making plays, you know we can have uh you know better success.
0: Do you consider yourself, like, more of a two or a three, or do you just not, not bother with the labels?
3: Um, you know, I don't really think it's a label. You know, two or three is like, you know, two wings.
2: Yeah.
0: So,
3: you know, I don't really bother with the, with the, lab, with the label or two or three. I just uh, want to get out there and play and and, just, and, uh, and have a chance.
0: So you guys picked up Jaron Jackson Jr. in the draft. Have you gotten to be around him much? Like, like what have you seen from him, and what are you hoping to see from him this season?
3: yeah um you know he's a one of a kind of player that you know you don't see a lot of um you know regard multiple positions you know, quick on his feet eighteen years old, and he's shooting it like he's been he's always shoot- been shooting it um you know his shot's phenomenal, and you know he's like a sponge you know that's what's a good thing you know about you know about him he's a sponge he's trying to learn all the time. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be a terrific player.
0: Is there anything about the transition that you learned last year joining the NBA? Like, were there any surprises that uh, that you're going to be able to prepare him for?
3: Um, it's always being the film. Yeah. I always know, you know, who you're guarding, covers, you know, what he's strong at, what he's weak at, you know, because, you know, that's, that's all the, the mind games, you know, the studying of the player so you know exactly what he's gonna do so you're prepared. You know, uh you know, that's where I feel like rookies, you know, they get lost at because they're not prepared when they're on the floor and then try to make it up on the fly. So
0: Gotcha. I saw on Twitter you were you, you were commenting a, a couple of times about Manu Ginobili just retiring. Were you surprised to, to hear that he uh decided to hang
3: it up? Um, yeah, I thought he was gonna go one more year at least. Uh, but, you know, it's you know, it's his choice and you know, I watched him ever since you know he was going head to head against Miami and you know, he had a terrific career and you know, a legend he's a legend over there in uh in the Spurs.
0: Was there anything from his game that you that you tried to adapt and add to your game?
3: Um, just catching you know, catching, you know, uh Um, You know, I would say obviously the hero step for sure. And then he loves to catch it with no bounce. So he runs through the pass. And, you know, he always found a way to do that and dunk off people and, you know, make plays. So, you know, that's what two things I take away from his game.
0: Uh, when you play with the Canadian national team, what what does it mean to you to represent your country, especially while I guess Canadian basketball is kind of in the ascendancy? You guys have an incredibly talented squad. So, like, what what are you gaining from that experience representing your country?
3: Um, you know, it's just uh, you know, a sense of pride to play for your country. You know, uh, you don't get paid. You don't, you know, you're just playing for the love of the game and for you know, what you got on your chest as a candle. Um, You know, I always played for the team. And, um, you know, honestly, with now more NBA players, you know, you get to learn different, you know, I guess different aspects of their game that you've never seen. And it's just always being around different, you know, a different type of basketball. So it's always a benefit.
0: That's good. All right, I guess finally, uh, do you know anything about Nashville? I know we're just a few hours away from Memphis. Have you ever been to Nashville? And what do you know about it?
3: I never have been to Nashville, but I think, you know, I'm going, uh, I think for the baseball game yeah, coming up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will be in Nashville, and um, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll see what it's all about.
0: Let's see what it's all about then. All right. Well, hey, Dylan, I appreciate you calling in. I uh, look forward to, uh, I'm going to come say hey at the uh, baseball game uh, in Nashville on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and best of luck next year, man.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: All right, thanks, Dylan.
3: Yeah, no, apologize for being g and Fab break, break, man. You understand?